Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everyone in between, welcome to Her Ice, Season 4, Episode 6, a girls hockey podcast that focuses on the high school game in Minnesota. I am one half of the Her Ice team. I am Peter Odney from Youth Hockey Hub, and sitting across the table from me is Mr. Tony Scott. We've got a fabulous show on tap for you today. We're going to do a little games of the past. We're going to do some noisemakers, a little shout-outs to some teams that we might not normally cover, a pick em review, and then we will make our picks for this weekend. Enjoy the show. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool Why are you giving me that look? Because you're just a professional Because I look like a hermit crab? Well, no, you look like something else, but I can't Like an aardvark there like an aardvark. <laughs> the aardvark it. has the hood that covers... It was covers not the it. word I was going for, but sure, let's go with it. But you were going... Okay, fine. I'm going to stick with aardvark. I like it. I'm going to stick with aardvark. I like so it. So I'm an aardvark, and you are apparently a human, so why don't you tell us about our sponsor, the Red and Black League. Our Red and Black League's our sponsor. They uh, have a very, very successful product on the boys' side and started it last fall on the girls' side. at about eight teams over there. Dave Palmquist, South St. Paul, longtime coach. Davey uh, Palm Trees. Runs the league. Uh, it's been very successful at the start. We'll be very, you know, it'll be expanded again this spring. So it's a spring and fall league, 20 games, games only, uh, no practices. Get out there, meet new friends from other teams, play some games. If you're a multi-sport athlete, it's a fantastic opportunity just to go get some games in on the weekend. Um, if you don't want to make a huge commitment to hockey, but you want to at least keep the uh, skates sharp and uh, uh, blades wet, it's a great league for that. Uh, 20 games in the fall, 20 games in the spring. Go for it. Redandblackleagues.com. It's an honor to uh, have them on our show as a sponsor. I think out of all the off-season leagues, it probably strikes the best balance between understanding that yeah, to play hockey at an elite level, you do need to maintain some sort of off-season yes. training. But also understanding that it's 85 degrees and sunny outside, and some kids might want to run through a sprinkler on their off days. Or climb a tree. Yeah. It is also the only uh, girls' off-season league that tracks statistics. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, a little shot to start us off. I like it. I like all it. right. I like uh, it. Section one, it says open, and all I have written down is, how are you? We had a long weekend. We did. The Lumberjack Cup, four levels, almost 60 teams, and a million reasons to want to turn off all the lights and crawl under a table and uh, <laughs> hide do from every inquiring Monday. eyes. Every I don't climb under a table. That's what I imagine. You I just, take my dog for I a imagine walk. Imagine you're like in a sleeping bag with a, in no, a dark room. Kind of like I am right now, like yeah, with my hood that's pulled what up I in imagine. a sleeping bag. I, don't, I try not to bother you on the, after the tournament for do you, at least Do you know what my Monday hours. routine is? Do we really want to hear? But sure. I you know, I take my dog for a walk, and we walk through the woods uh, in yep. Roseville and the That's Reservoir good. Woods. It's really I good. put on my mucks, I and I take, take my dog to the dog park, and I breathe in real air instead of Zamboni fumes for a little while. And then I go home, I eat lunch, and yeah, then I take like a two-and-a-half-hour nap. I took the most killer nap on Monday afternoon. Well, at your age, you should be taking naps. <laughs> yeah. That's what AARP and, says. And getting my rock, buying and rock eating, ports. And eating blueberries. Should I wear rock ports? They might be, they might be more age appropriate than your hokas. Mm, those hokas are awesome, though. Yeah, so I know, comfortable. You're a big hoka They're fan. So comfortable. Um, no, my I had the one of the most killer naps of my life on uh, Monday. I got done with 
one of the portions of rankings and just literally nice my hat my eyes were heavy and got most of the ranking i think i got down to peewees got all the peewees done and i fell asleep so hard it was unbelievable it's great and then when you woke up you were just refreshed and ready to continue with the rankings right yeah then i did the squirts and the 10as there you go so that's that's usually the final straw did anything come to you in a dream that made you change your initial rankings no no nothing oh nothing gosh it was a coma. I thought you might have been for visited sure a by a vision or something. That was for sure a coma. I did see three high school games this week, though. You so did, and I want school. you to tell me about those because I haven't been to one for a while. I saw Chaskachan uh, and Holy Angels, and I saw Minneapolis and Jefferson. Nice. And I saw parts of the Woodbury and Moundsview game. And I was really excited to see Woodbury and Moundsview uh, because I think Moundsview's got a shot to upset some people in sections. And I wanted to see the Woodbury jerseys in person, and I saw them. They are fantastic. It's all about the gloves, homie. It's all about the gloves. It's all about the gloves. Um, so I was good. I, I, I like to see those teams. And even at the boys' level, I'll see some mid-range teams because the mid-range teams tell the story of how good the top-tier teams are. We're going to go to the section finals. We're going to go to the state tournament. But we like to see more than just your run-of-the-mill you know, top seed, one and two seeds because I think it, they really tell the story of how great our product is here in Minnesota. Well, not just for the team's benefit, but for our own. It helps to see yeah. somebody other than Edina, Minnetonka, and Andover. And it does help you realize just how deep the talent runs, but also how concentrated the talent can be at the top. Yeah, and it's interesting. I was at the uh, when I was at the the Tchaska Chan uh, Holy Angels game. Both teams, both sets of coaches, both fans, everything came up to me and said, "Are you in the wrong rink? Why are you here?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, I want to see these teams. I, I think they're interesting teams." Um, I mean, Tchaska Chan beat Jefferson, who was yeah. ranked by some pundits. I don't feel like they were oh rank gosh. worthy, oh but gosh. so oh I stop, stop, I stop thought. It for sure that they would beat Holy Angels double A and A, but mm. I thought Holy Angels was an excellent team. Uh, they're super young, 13, 9th, super and 10th graders. Young. And I think it's just fun to see these evolving programs. I think Chaska Chan's going to have a nice program in the next couple of years. There's just too many good you know, mm. female players in that neck of the woods for it not to be. So here I was, and they're thanking me for being there and, and promoting their programs, and I'm thanking them for letting me in for free. And wow, it's just some one, one big thank you fest. It was great. It was wow. great. Fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's, almost, uh, it's almost too sweet. It was. It was that's, awesome. That's almost too nice. Well, like I said, I haven't been to a girls game for a while, but you're keeping an eye on I it. I am keeping were, an eye on it. Especially your east side. I, that that, that Roseville, Cretan, Stillwater okay, hang circle. On. Where is the that triangle? Where's my surprise? Oh. Oh, you're going to show so it off here? I played in the Roseville Association. You've had a lot of Roseville love in the last years. week. Yeah. I did. I was actually I was asking the, uh, I think it was the PWA team, how to pronounce their names because I did their broadcast over the weekend in the Lumberjack yep. Cup. And uh, I made some joke about like me being dumb. And one of the coaches looked at me and said, yeah, it's at Roseville Education. And I had to explain that I was actually from St. Paul. But he knew you were a Roseville guy. He knew it. I've been a Roseville guy forever. This is my second ever jersey uh, sponsored by Hearthside Pizza. (laughs) And that has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that my Roseville Raiders, the girls team, uh, tied number five to a Stillwater last night. One-to-one, Jory Jones, 
46 saves on 47 shots. I would say hands down the best goaltending performance of the evening, and it puts Roseville right in the thick of that Section 4 yeah. playoff picture. They were always going to be a Final Four team, just kind of by process of elimination, yep. but tying Stillwater, beating Creighton Durham Hall, who's not in the same section, but same area of the Metro. Yeah. Could Roseville pull off an upset and go to a section final? That's what we want to talk about. That's why we're here. I think it's possible. That's why we're here. I think That's it's why possible. The show I think they great. have the best goalie in the conference. Yeah. Maybe the best goalie in the section. Didn't say state, though. Not state. No. <laughs> Sorry, I can't say state. No. That, no, that no. girl resides in Edina. Yeah. So, big game for Stillwater and Roseville last night. Tie for Roseville after the overtime win over Creighton in their previous game. One other thing that caught my eye. Uh, Chisago Lakes making a case to be the most exciting team in the state. The Wildcats lose to Gentry Academy 13 are you, to 5. Are you cheating? You're cheating ahead, though. Why am I cheating ahead? You're cheating ahead. You're, you're, I'm not cheating ahead. Yeah, you are. It was you're, the best thing I saw. I know, but there's five games there. there that's the fourth game Fine. we're going to talk about. Fine. You're just, Fine. I want to talk Why about. Why can't we just move the order of. No, the, but I wanted to just talk a generality here. Is oh the, the Roseville. Stillwater, uh, Creighton Triangle. What happened with those two? There were two games this week amongst those three teams. What does that tell you about that? It tells me that the suburban East, by and large, has the best goaltending okay. in the state. Um, and Stillwater couldn't beat either of them. Yep. Creighton won. They, Creighton beat Stillwater? Creighton tied. Tied Stillwater. They both tied. They all tied. So it was a big, huge tie. Roseville beat Creighton yeah. in overtime. Yes, and we were Roseville there. Tied Stillwater, Stillwater tied Creighton. Creighton, okay. So Stillwater is the team that is a little bit of a mystery, and they yes. they need somebody to step up and score those goals in overtime. The Ponies put uh, sixteen shots on Creighton goaltender Hannah Fritz in their tie, and they put yep. nine shots on Jory Jones last night in their tie. So twenty five shots in two separate overtimes. So Jory Jones no is just the young lady who played. In your old man hockey, she was there. How good was she against you guys for a night? I think I scored against her. You did, yeah. But I did. I like that. I think I freaked. I think uh, Kylie Wiltsey was there as well, and then one girl who graduated last year and who I think is at Bethel. I don't remember her name. They were super friendly, super nice. But I think I got really excited. I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're Jory Jones!" And she gave me this look, like, "Mm -hmm. "You creeper, weirdo, who are you?" And I'm like, "No, I just I." I cover girls' high school hockey. On the topic, on the topic of creeper being creepy and Roseville, okay. um, I got a email no from over there. Roseville woman, young woman. Uh, last name is Elm, I think. Um, oh, her name, last name is Elm. I can't remember. First name is, and she sent me an email saying that Roseville and St. Paul were no longer together at 15 A's. Oh, it was in the. So it was just like, hey, can you change our name in the now rankings formula? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Is it Taylor Elm? Taylor Elm, thank you. There you go. And literally the next day I was going through uh, Brianna's photos, and I saw a picture of Taylor Elm. I'm like, well, her email's sitting right here. So I'm like, I popped it in the email, yep. sent it to Taylor, and said, hey, I thought you might enjoy this picture. And then I'm like, yeah, that's a little weird. You know, fifty-year-old man yeah. sending picture. It was just there was a little weirdness to it, creepiness to it. Yeah, no big deal. She sent me a note back, thank you, whatever. No yeah. big deal, and delete. It was over, right? Yeah. Her mom. There was another Elm on the Bantam team. Her there older is, and, brother, and I think their dad was a captain of a team in the late nineties. Really, yeah. and her older brother was on the team. So mom approached me at the rink and said, "That photo you sent of her." 
made her day. It was the greatest thing ever. I'm like, all right, because I was a little worried. (laughs) I was a little worried about it. I'm like, it was literally within minutes of each other. I was like, well, this is weird. I'm just going to send it off to her. Yeah. Well, what's kind of sad, though, is that if it had been a boys' youth player, you wouldn't have thought twice about it. it. Here's your picture. Wouldn't even thought See you later, Jimmy. But because it is a female, there's like this whole other... Yes. set of protocols correct and we deal with those protocols as all fans of girls hockey women's hockey all the time oh, yeah. and we have to be very very careful like when we do our player of the year interviews i always make sure todd is with me and another person from their group is with me like um we did peyton hemp and gabby cross last year can yep. you guys both be there at the same time right. so there's no funny business no funny business because we're not funny anyway no. we're not funny anyway can we can we move on then yeah okay now go to mr Taskmaster. Go to games of the past, right, the past. you saw go. this one holy angels over chaska chan or was that the one you wanted to use for the previous segment no 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 it, it's in this segment okay all segment. right holy angels over chaska chan chaska chan had the lone division one committed player on the ice and sh- you can't no. miss her you can't miss never her. mind she's jefferson yeah, I thought Chastity Anderson might have and been. And she wasn't Angels. even playing. She, she wasn't there. out. So. But uh, Caitlin Roberts, Chaska Chan, Penn State commit. And she's playing defense. Did you know that? Why? <laughs> she's the whole, when she's on the ice, it's like her puck and the other nine people are just kind of playing along. The female version of Keith Kachuk is playing <laughs> defense. Whatever. Whatever she does, oh whatever gosh. she wants out there. When she, once she gets it. She's only giving it up when she's shooting it on the opposing team's oh goaltender. Gosh. And she only scored once. It was at the end of the game to make it 3-2. to two. I thought the first half of the game, it was all Holy Angels, and the second half was all Cheska Chan. Cheska Chan's got some nice players. I mean, some really good skaters. Yeah. I can see why they beat Jefferson. They seem a little bit faster than Jefferson, a little bit more polished than Jefferson. I saw them play on the same night, so it was really easy to make a, a, a judgment on the two of them. But yeah. you never know. It's a program. If that- they get Chastity Anderson back, Ch- Jefferson – now it's a different story. Now it's a different story. That's, if she's back healthy by the end of the year, I don't know what her exact prognosis is for injury. But, you know, he had a D1 goalie to a team that's pretty – they move the puck really well and they got a good vibe at Jefferson. I think they could do some damage. Yeah, Chassie Anderson committed to Franklin Pierce. This week, yes. Over over the weekend? Yep. Over the weekend? Oh, uh, it was on Monday. Monday? Okay, yep. whatever. Might as well have been over the weekend. My Chaska- wife is on her phone. She's uh-huh. like, have you ever heard of a school called Franklin Pierce? Have I ever heard of a school called Franklin Pierce? And I'm like, yeah, Franklin it's in New Hampshire. She's like, how do you know that? I'm like, because it's D1. She goes, yeah, Chastity just committed. And I was like, that is awesome. Go Ravens. And for, especially right? for a girl. Yeah, for Ravens. That's what I said. I go, yeah, they're the Ravens. She goes, yeah, there's a big picture of a crow on here. Yeah, their head coach is David Stockdale. Yeah. yeah. And they're big fans of us. They they are. Well, they they seem to be picking off all the Minnesota talent that kind of falls Good through the Minnesota cracks. So we'll see what happens to the Ravens in a couple of years. And in that same vein, we'll see what happens to Chaska Chan in a yes, couple of years. Agreed. Because unlike the high schools for boys, where it's Chaska and Chen Hassan and those super good teams Emerged. split, for girls, it's combined. Emerged. So if they can hang on to some of those players, I think uh, Lauren Carl uh, played for Chaska Chan, but now she's really? at Minnetonka. I don't think she Does that sound did. Does that, that sound does right? Not, she's always been an Eden Prairie the Maybe Carls she's were eating prairie. prairie and no, then moved. But I think there's a Chaska Chan girl. Really? Plays for Minnetonka now. Mm. But if they can oh, hang out. Oh, oh, Mac. Yes, Lauren yeah, Mack. Lauren Mack. I knew it was a Lauren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lauren Mack. But if Chaska Chan can keep, keep those, those players, types there, yes. Then down the road, just by numbers, they yep. should have a decent team. 
Yeah. All God, right. we just threw out about five names and associations there, and we nailed it. Ding, ding, ding. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I can't right. I can't build anything, but I just nailed that. All right. Let's uh, talk about some games. Orono over Eden Prairie. Now, granted, Orono's the number two team in Class A. But anytime a Class A team beats a perennial Class 2A, I mean, Eden Prairie might not be a power anymore, but it's still a quality Class 2A program. I think if I were to go to one game last week, that would be the one I would have liked Orno to have EP. seen. Just to see how Orno stacks up against how a double A. How fast team. is Eden Prairie? And the fact that it was a buzzer beater of a goal, I yep. mean, that to me would have been exciting to see. And Isla Rice Camp, Sacred Heart Commit, and senior at Orono, officially takes over as the program's leading scorer. Was it on that goal? It too? was on that goal. It was <laughs> on the buzzer beater. She's at 174 <laughs> career points. She passes. Ooh, who was it? Wow. Who was it? You have who that. Was it? That's amazing. Who was it? I don't have Dang that. Dang it. It was a, a gal who graduated the year that Fish got there mm, and I went did not D1. Know that. I did not know that. Mm. Bothering you, I will tell a tale while you dig that up. Okay. Okay. So, you talked about um, we talked a minute ago about uh, Sacred Heart, and I'm not Sacred Heart um, about Franklin Pierce. Sacred Heart is another school that's starting to pick up a lot of Minnesota talent. Uh, each week when I'm on uh, doing my girls and or men's and women's NCAA scores, I'm seeing a lot of goals scored by Minnesotans from. Uh, Sacred Heart University. Yeah, so. you missed one, by the way. Hmm. When? You this week? Carly Beniak. Hmm. Did she score a goal for I guess. Quinnipiac? I Somebody popped up on the Twitter and said, you Really? Yep. That's the first time it's happened. I love this year. Carly Beniak. That's the first time it's happened this year. Usually no, it it's happens not. Like every I didn't. Week. Well, okay, so just in my defense, a lot of those scores are not on any websites. So I'm not missing them on purpose. I'm missing them because they're. V- <laughs> not published very well. How's that? Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure you are. Oh, I can't find the... Carly oh Baniak. I love Carly Baniak. Gosh, dang, dang. She She was the, the number one skater on the all-hockey-air team one year. What? Remember that? Yes. No. John King put her as number one. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Because she my... skated up, and she had her hair, and she flipped it up, or she did something with her hair. Thanks for reminding me what my boom roasted is going to be once yeah. we do 10 minutes with Tony Scott. No Lizzie problem. Norton. Elizabeth Good Norton. Call. Lizzie Norton. That's who it was. Good call. Uh, I think she broke her record. All right. I think. I hope. Nice work. Otherwise, I'm just talking out of my butt. Next game. Next game. Moorhead over Rozo. Now, I did a preseason story about Moorhead and how it was a rising program and could start making some noise in Section 8. They have so well, much talent on that team. I can't believe they struggled at all. And they're very all. young. Very young. They're very young. And you, you say struggle. Sometimes a struggle for a team means going 500. No, 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 no. The year before Ryan Craft got there, they went like 2-20. and 20. Yep. 2-20. and 20. And nobody was having any fun. And that 12A team at about the same time was making a semifinal run or final yep. four run up in Grand Rapids for uh, the 12A. And those are the girls that are now, you know, freshmen and sophomores yep. at, at Moorhead, and they will be good. Oh, yeah. And they'll be in, good for in a long two, time in two, in two years, they're going to be, gonna be the power in the section. Yeah. So Rozo is one of those bugaboo teams. So Rozo and Brainerd have kind of dominated that section for however long. Yeah. Alexandria, Alexandria won, it, last won it last year. But Moorhead with a win over Rozo, that's big for the program just from an optics standpoint. 
Uh, I think those were the two programs, Rozo and Brainerd, that Coach Kraft said were kind of like, we need to beat both of those to really establish ourselves. And I think Alex is going to have a run here as well. I mean, you saw traditionally that, slow that starters group. Traditionally, that, the group with the the Ellingson twins and that group. That's going to be a hard team to get through when they're there for a couple in, the, in a couple of years yep. too. I'm, uh, I'm looking at the roster right now: Hanley Block, McKenna Ori, I think it's Ori or Ara, uh, Ella Westlin, Lauren Maris, and then of course Jordan O'Kane. Mars is how you pronounce that name. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a silent A, a silent Mars. second. Oh. Yep. All right, uh, Roseville Stillwater. We already kind of went over that one. How that'll play out in Section Four? That makes Section Four. Almost the really most exciting good. section because you mm-hmm. get Stillwater, you get Roseville, you get Gentry Academy. It's gonna be who bumped up to Double A. I want to go. I'm going to camp out. But Creighton is not not in that one. No, they're they are free. not. Somebody also commented on the Podbean thing. Really? But I think we have to upgrade to like Podbean Premium to read people's comments. No, I can see them. You can. Mm-hmm. Oh well, you should offer that access to everybody. <laughs> I'll show you when the show is over. It's not hard. <laughs> All right. Gentry Academy over Chisago Lakes. Gentry wins by eight goals, but it wasn't that pretty. It was 13 to five over Chisago Lakes. Gentry going one for 10 on the power play. I don't know how that's humanly possible with the horses they have over there, unless it's a combination of coincidental miners are called, and then the hub doesn't differentiate between coincidental miners right. and regular power play. So maybe that was part of it. Uh, penalty-ridden game, there are a lot of penalties. I looked through the box score, a lot of roughing. There was a point at 10-17 of the second period, I think there were four penalties called. Two really? Rough, two roughings on each team. Must have been a little bench-clearing one. Eh, bench Not clear. bench-clearing. No, you know what but I mean. there, were, there were some cross-checks and some slashes in there. But penalty box filling. Penalty box filling. That's yeah, what we'll call clearing. it. Yeah, not bench-clearing. That's what we'll call it. Like a Bismarck donut, the <laughs> filling a little filling in there, yeah, yeah. Um, I do think it makes a case that Chisago Lakes is the most entertaining team in the state. Okay, hey, now li- hey, listen, hey, you're hey, making hey, a skeptical hey, face, and yes. I don't like that skeptical face. The future belongs to optimists, not pessimists, Mr. Scott. So I love Chisago. Love this team. So four goals with a combined double, four games with combined double-digit goals for Chisago. We're talking both teams here. And three of those games where the combined goal count was 14 or more. That makes Chisago Lakes the hottest ticket in town. Okay, I'm just throwing it, like out there. I'm throwing it out there. If you like goals, who doesn't right? like goals? I I like wins. Who doesn't like goals? I like wins though. better than. Goals. That's why I said entertaining. I didn't say best. Yeah. Okay. Fine. It's fine. An entertaining. But, okay. Can I say this? This is gonna this be the where they're like, Tony, they're like where Tony the, says something and can get in trouble statement. They're right? like the Vikings of Minnesota girls high school. They are. They, they they. That's a good analogy. Okay. All right. So here's the here's the statement that's gonna get me in trouble. All right. Um. And I and I don't know the goaltender, and I don't know their their de- defense. I think they're defenders. switching. They're rotating through like three I don't goalies know right them. Now. I don't, and I this is hopefully not taken the wrong way. But if I'm the head coach, I'm thinking about just skating with six. Just, wow, just skate with six. Wow, that because the mean. scores are pretty much look like they're skating with six. So you might as well just skate with six. Yeah, I suppose. But if Crazy, wouldn't it be? If I mean, you sign up, you'd have three lined up on the for the faceoff. There'd be three on the on the uh, red line and three on the blue line. Yeah, but I think also. Here we go. But I think both or all three. I can't remember how many they're rotating through. I think they're all pretty young though. Yeah. So at this point, you just stick with them and you let it ride out because 
I mean, how do you want to shatter somebody's confidence before they even reach the high school I level? No, but it would be, it's worth a hey, try anything. Try and try, try anything. anything at this point if you're giving up <laughs> 13 goals. I guess, but I mean that also. If I'm a Gentry coach, I would rather win eight nothing than 13 to five. You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. All right, Rogers and Blaine, a one-one tie. Jeez. Oh, so we go from a game that would be fun to watch to a defensive battle between Rogers and Blaine. Um, Which game would you rather watch? I would rather watch the Rogers and Blaine game because no, that you means wouldn't. I get no, to watch Haley Hansen play goalie, oh and she's gosh. so fun to watch. She's yeah, not tall. Nope. She's super athletic. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's lefty, so that's always cool. You know, so I think she actually might be. Yeah, so that's always fun to watch. She's a, f- a fun goalie to watch, committed to Mankato. Yep. Um, and I, I pointed this out before the show. Find me two programs that have their boys and their girls play to a tie within the same seven-day span. Because <laughs> the boys was like 4-4 last Thursday. Yeah. And now we're at boy girls one one. Yeah, well it's almost as hard as finding the last time Blaine scored six goals in a game. And how many clicks on the internet did it take you to get this little tidbit? Eleven. <laughs> Eleven or twelve. And not to pick on Chisago again, but right. Blaine beats Chisago Lakes six to two, which considering how much success Blaine had from like two thousand ten to two thousand fifteen, that wouldn't be that weird. No. But the Bengals struggled to score goals last year, so the last time that Blaine hit six goals in a game was January 4th, 2020, so the middle of two seasons ago. Of two seasons ago. It's been a long time. And ago. how weird is that for Danny Brunette, who grew up in the Blaine system, to go play against her ex-team? Mm-hmm. Weird. And lose. Awkward. And right? lose. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it's awkward. It's your second year at Chisago, sure. so I don't okay. know if it's as awkward as Just throwing it out there. All right. Just throwing it out there. Well, speaking of throwing it out there, I want you to throw out some noisemakers. We're going to have yes. two each, one from Class A and one from Class AA. We have all of our all of our notes written down. Would you my quit banging maker. the dang glass? It's my noisemaker. My oh cheap noisemaker. I need a kazoo. Gosh. Sometimes I think I work at a preschool. <laughs> Especially after last weekend, sometimes I think I work mm, in a preschool. Yeah, you were you were running the preschool for an entire day. How Dude, did that feel? I got to see open skate for the first time in years. I Where? love open skate. Where at, at the Super, Super Rink. Rink had open skate? Super Rink had open skate. I love open skate because number one, I saw an adult learning to skate out there and trying yep. to use one of like Ooh, the children's no. things. Wow. And I thought, you know what? Maybe they should have some taller ones for adults that are learning to skate. Yeah. So I genuinely think it's really cool that open skate exists because, you know, it lets people give it a shot. And people that might not get to skate anywhere else show up to the super and can get to skate. But when you work in youth hockey and you're used to seeing a certain type of player yes. and a certain type of skill level, boy, how do you pull in all 
type said open skin. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. When you have a little Odney someday, you'll Ooh. take your little boy or girl to open skate because it's the only available ice. And you yeah. go for like, so I took the little uh, Zolzel kids to the rink constantly when they were little. Yeah. An open skate was a cheap it's way the, to you know, put the kid on the forever. ice for three or four bucks and throw them on the ice. They skate around. They have fun. And yeah. I that was there many hours of open skates. But you knew how to put the skates on, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I saw parents like oh, yeah. looking over at other parents to see how you slide the foot all the way up, putting skates on the wrong feet. And I mean, oh, God, yeah. bl- God bless them for trying. My God bless kids, them for trying. But oof. my kids were the worst at open skating. Your kids they are the worst very, in general. They are. They did very little skating. They'd be doing a lot more running around mm-hmm. of the rink. I'm like, ah, the purpose is to learn how to skate and do it in a fun and environment. And skate, like, skate around. Skate around. Skating. You know, I remember when we did little open skating, Tom Chorsky and I and all of our buddies. Name dropper. We would, well, he's just, as someone did, he's, he was involved in girls hockey. So Did you go to the rink and Brett Hall was there too? We would go and we would chase via skating the mm. other girls at place. But at least we were skating doing it, not running around the rink doing That's it. That's almost so. more dangerous. No, it was just a way dangerous. to flirt the first be teenagers. You know, The first time I was on skates, I wore a plastic pair of skates my mother still has them <laughs> they didn't have laces they had like a dust a plastic full strap. dust full dust oh yeah and i'm wearing a minnesota vikings pom-pom hat and i'm wearing oh. a snowsuit and i was at the moorhead ice arena and that's where i first touched the, the ice. youth rink or the sports center the youth rink were you yep that is so cool uh, I, I would only but only old. would have made that story better had it been a minnesota vikings helmet then it, it was not a minnesota vikings helmet unfortunately <laughs> i actually got really lucky because my sisters were figure skaters so i was around the rink from the time i was like one and Put then the peter f- on those double bladers and the first time i skated after we moved to minnesota was at aldrich arena so I am speaking of double bears. I'm buying all the three year old boys and girls in my neighborhood skates for Christmas. This Aww, year. that reminds me. We have a pond in the neighborhood which is phenomenal. They all want to use it, so I took all their shoe sizes and skate sizes. Wow. And I'm going out and I'm gonna go buy a bunch of skates for the kids so they can go out there and skate and maybe we'll make some jaguars. Hear that, folks? Tony Scott just admitted there won't be any Christmas bonuses this year because he <laughs> took all the bonus money and bought no. skates for other kids. There'll be a couple bucks in there for you, Peter. <laughs> It'll be like a fiver. Yeah, a little fiver. <laughs> Five dollar bill crumpled up. <laughs> all right. Now that I've roasted you for spending our bonus money on skates for other children. And we're going to do some noisemakers. We are going to do some noisemakers. You want to go first? Yeah, noisemakers. Yeah, I'm going to go first. My double-A team is Moorhead. We just spent a little bit of time talking about yep. them. Their win over Rozo. Uh, they also have a win over Northright County, who's been a bit of a noisemaker themselves. Didn't they lose to Lakeville North earlier in the year? Moorhead? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was I mean, the that's, first To me, that's, a, that's an eye popper. Like, yeah, Lakeville North's not the that northern double-A teams aren't as good, because if Lakeville North is pretty average down here so that's what does that tell you about it tells me that they're eight young, double a okay right. that they're young three of the five losses for the spuds have come by a single goal and their two best wins are over north right county it Rose. tells me that, that whoever makes the state out of eight double a won't make it to friday are you guaranteeing that no i'm just saying are you guaranteeing just that? by comparative score i don't think we're gonna See an eight double A team, and I, I, I think, think we will. I think when Moorhead and Alex get there in a couple of years, they'll be. Legit. Did anyone expect Brainerd Little Falls to beat Andover in the state tournament a couple of years ago? No. 
but they did. <laughs> Suck it. You can't bet against a double A. All right. You just can't. Who's your double A noisemaker? I got more head. I got, you got a good. I got. I think I got a really good one. Okay. Um, this one's North Ray County. They beat yeah. before mentioned Orno, which I thought was interesting. Right? Don't you think that's an interesting score? I think it was. I. I would have thought Orno would have been a top ten caliber double A team. I. And, and we don't have North right in the top ten yet. No, we don't. They're right on they're the edge. The, they they in and bubble. Roseville are kind of. They're in the bubble. Rogers got in, and I think they might be getting out pretty soon. No? I don't think so. No, I think so. I, I don't think so. All right, so they got that win. They beat Elk. Uh, and what I think was the most impressive is the tie with Wyzetta. That's a noisemaker. They're ready to make some noise. Um, they're an 8AA as well. So mm-hmm. think about the the river hawks when it comes to that equation yeah the Jaden Weezer it's Weezer or Wiser Wiser Jaden Wiser six three and one on the season she's allowed just twenty goals for a one nine six goals against a nine nineteen save percentage of pair of shutouts Northride always has good goal and they got it f- oh yeah they Anna f- Anna LaRose was a senior forever goalie the I think finalist. she played there forever she might have been a four year starter and then you factor in when you factor in the fact that they've had four game they had a four game unbeaten streak too so yeah. there's my noisemaker at double a who's there your noisemaker you at single a uh i've been riding this horse for a little while i'm going to take duluth marshall they Boy. are 5 and 1 their name, best name two players Annika lindgren okay ilsa lindeman name two players name another player that doesn't have a scandinavian name Busted. Busted. Sven Jensen. <laughs> I don't know. Hang but on, I love those on. names. I I'm love those names. I'm definitely not pulling up Ilsa, right? right now. Ilsa Lindemann, who was oh. an absolute stud. She, during, was she the MVP uh, of the Summerfest this year? I think she was She was either MVP or, or player, player of the game. Of the game the she, had this, she had a goal in that game that oh, was unbelievable. just. It was, it was like a spinorama or yeah. flying through midair or something. Yep. Uh, coming off a 4 nothing win is Duluth Marshall. Lindgren has 21 points, 18 assists. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Lindemann has 16 points. So Duluth you got Marshall, the roster up there? Find me a non-Scandinavian on that a roster. Ni- a non-Scandinavian. Yeah. Can you find one? Can you find one? I can. Can? Let's hear it. Sonia. Sonia? Ba- Bom- Bombardieri. Okay. I'm pretty sure pretty that's sure. not Scandinavian. But Sonia, that's a Scandinavian first name. Um, Come on. Throw one out there. Come on, Marshall. Come on, you hilltopper. Hannah Yokota. How do you spell that? Y-O-K-O-T-A. Sounds Scandinavian. That's not Scandinavian. Okay. All I right. can't, it can't be. <laughs> it's the all-Scandinavian team. It's the, it's the they all are. Scan, at they least are. the first two leading scorers so yes. sound like Scandinavian. So. For sure. Duluth Marshall will be taking on... Proctor Hermantown, which will be one of our picking games. We're not quite there yet, but big, big game for Duluth. That's Marshall. a spoiler. Spoiler alert. It's not a spoiler. Here's well, you're telling what's it's, like, it's like people saying that the screen goes to black in the Sopranos finale. All right, not a spoiler. I saw that one coming. That's not a spoiler. It's been on the schedule for over a year. Here's my uh, Class A noisemaker, um, New Alm. Uh, New Alm is killing the five hundred seven right now. They are seven and zero, yep. outscoring opponents forty two to five. Yep, that's killing, right? Like shooting fish in a barrel. They are We're talking knocking about it slow out. Uh, their leading scorer, senior Maddie O'Connor. Yep. Uh, she's got close to twenty points, seventeen yes. points in seven games. That's you misspelled her name. 
Well, I'm sorry. I, I did I pronounce it correctly? Just barely. Okay. Well, I pronounced the name correctly. There's my noisemaker down there. I'm waiting for the rematch with Laverne. They beat them earlier in the year, seven to three. So yeah. that would be the game of the year in Southern Minnesota. I think. I always think that's might be a game worth going to. To Laverne, Laverne. New I don't want to. I don't want to get that close to South Dakota. Are I you might go to me? that. I might go to that game. I don't want to get that close to South Dakota. I like going to games that have state so, tournament implications. La- Laverne, my friend. Laverne's pretty close to Sioux Falls, right? Uh yeah, like eight minutes. Yeah. Do you think Laverne would ever have teachers crawl around on hands and knees in the ice, gathering dollar bills? What are you talking about? You haven't seen that video? No. Oh my gosh! The Sioux Falls Stampede had. This thing where I think they thought it was a good idea. Just where, recently? Yep, where oh, teachers wow. would compete for money for their classrooms. You know, it sounds kind of like, hey, you might win some extra cash to buy some new folders. But then you watch the video and you watch teachers crawling around on their hands and knees, stuffing dollar bills into their shirts while people sit over them and go, yeah! that looks so bad. That's terrible. It looks so, the optics are so bad. Bad. Saturday Night Live had a it's skit, just so bad. skit in the '90s, and it was called it was a it was a knock on like the Dockers and the Levi's commercials where yeah. a bunch of guys were sitting around, and instead of Levi's jeans or Dockers, it was called Bad Idea Jeans. Oh. <laughs> And they were wearing the jeans, and they were, you know, Coming taking out. They were t- taking on teams, and the they weren't weren't supposed to be in basketball. But they, then everyone would cut to bad idea jeans. Yep. Somebody was so wearing their someone bad says, idea jeans. So someone says we should have teachers crawling around the ice. Bad idea jeans. Nope. And I will say, when I first read it, I was like, ah, oh, it doesn't sound that crazy. And then I saw the video, and I thought, wow, this is this is rough. Terrible. This is really bad. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible, Look. terrible idea. One last note on Maddie O'Connor. She is a four-sport athlete. She plays tennis, hockey, softball, and volleyball. Nice. Wow, a throwback. Love that. A throwback Love type that. of athlete. She also kicks for the football team on Friday nights. Really? <laughs> no, I just oh. saying that. I, I think that would be pretty I love it cool. when the girl or female kicker kicks the extra points. It's just so cool. I wish we had a female kicker my senior year of high school. We might have won. Might have won? Yeah, we lost to Albany. Um by one point because our kicker missed the extra point. No. Yeah, his name's Blaze. I'm throwing him <laughs> under the bus right now. He was one of my good buddies. He was a soccer player. I think he made all of the extra points all Except year. Except the one missed. that mattered. He missed. Blaze. Great work, Blaze. All right. I wonder where that kid is. All right. All right. Our pickums for this weekend, Duluth Marshall and Proctor Hermantown. Big, big game. For I already the know toppers. who you're picking. It's a big game for the toppers. It's a program maker. It's a program maker. I'm I taking, agree. I'm taking Duluth Marshall. All right, I'm going to stick with the uh, state champions, and I don't think they're going to lose, and I think they're going to outshoot the Hilltoppers 2-1. to one. Fine. All right, Lakeville North, Lakeville South, Civil War, Border Battle, Mason-Dixon line, Bedlam. whatever you want to call it. Bedlam. No, not Bedlam. <laughs> Chaos. Not, not, not Bedlam. <laughs> Old What's, Oaken Bucket. What, what county is that? Lakeville? Yeah. Dakota. Dakota. Mm-hmm. The, the Dakota demarcation Battle. I don't know. All right, what do you what do you got? Panthers this or Cougars? Easy Cougars. Easy. All right, I'm taking Panthers on this. Easy. One. I like it. I got to make. What up. did I go last week? I have to make it up somehow because I know. Won. So we had two games canceled last week. Yeah. So Edina Minnetonka and Simley South St. Paul both got canceled, but the two games that we actually got results from, you won both of them. 
I took Grand Rapids Greenway over Proctor Hermantown. Proctor Hermantown beat them four to nothing, and I took Maple Grove over Gentry Academy, and Gentry beat Maple Grove four to one. Yeah, so going into this week, you're nine four and two. I'm five eight and two. Well, listeners of this pod, it's always remember, darkest before the dawn. Just it's remember when I make a pick, I'm right, and you're wrong. Yeah, for those of you you're weirdos, wrong. if there's anybody out there putting money down on girls' high school no, games, no, okay, no. Thank God. That isn't happening. Uh, Gentry Academy and Orono. This one I might actually go to. Really? I don't want to drive out there, but I might. Okay, I'm I'm going. It's two uh, teams that we don't have any photos of yet. No, we no, we got Gentry. We have Gentry. We, we don't have Gentry Orono. Or Orono. We'll get Orono. Still think Orono's, if they had Grace Pickett, would be even that oh much better. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so. that's right. They're doing all of this without Grace Pickett. I know, Pickett. I know. Um, I'm going, I'm going to definitely go Gentry. I'm going to go double Gentry. A. All right. Yep. Go Gentry. And I'm going to go Orno. Wow. Look at home you. Ice. Home ice. Home ice advantage. Four again. Home ice advantage. Gentry might get Only lost. Only a snowstorm could save you this week. They're going to get lost going to Orno because there's no lights. You just drive in darkness and then all of a sudden you drive in darkness through these hills and a whole bunch of pine trees. And then there are these random patches where there are no trees and houses that are appraised at $1.5 million <laughs> surrounded by land. And then all of a sudden you see a high school and you're just like, oh, well, would you look at that? There's Orno. Who do you got in this next one? Roseau Brainerd this Little Falls. This is a hard one. This is I think really I'm going to go Homer on this one. Are you? What, what, I'm going what Roseau. Homer? So the head coach of Roseau High School is Amanda mm, Giles, yes. who is the wife of one of my buddies, Calvin, who's in our fantasy football is league. Is it Calvin Giles, or does she ever keep her own name? No, it's Calvin Giles. All right. Yeah, they had, their wedding photos are so freaking cute. He had a mohawk, and he was wearing Chuck Taylors. He's oh, my a, gosh. He's a great dude. He and she's Amanda. She's cute, too. I mean, she's just she's coaching, like, girls hockey in our summer fest. She's the girls very invested. The girls in, adore her. She's so invested in the hockey. She kind of reminds, reminds me a little bit of Mo Griner, the coach at Concordia, when yeah. it's just who's just beloved by all. Well, she's, she's Mo's the one who brought us the cookies at uh, Moorhead that day. I didn't get any of those. You didn't get? Yeah, no, you did. You, you ate the one. You hid them. You hid them. I think I'm going to go Amanda Giles and Rozo. I'm okay. taking Rozo on this one. Who you got? Who do you like? Who do you like? She go. did win our fantasy league last. She year, did. So. She's um, a winner. I'm going to go. Mm, you're going Rosal? Yeah. I'll, I'll go Brainerd Little, I'm going Little Brainerd Falls. Brainerd Little Falls, all right. What's it like knowing you're going to lose? I'm going to go What's three and like? one at least this like? week. At least three and one. You're not going three. I'll and be one. 12, five, and two when it's all said and done. I don't think so. I like my picks. Sometimes you got to bet on a wild card. Like, you know what I mean? I, I think. After next week, you could be mathematically eliminated. You're going to be so far behind. My entire life has been mathematically <laughs> eliminated. Mathematically, we're also at 42 minutes and 30 seconds. What a good wow, show. I never thought we were going to get that far, but, hey, good for us. You want a high five? Good show. I appreciate it. Nice. I appreciate it. All right. Well, folks, we hope you've enjoyed uh, watching us do the show and listening to us do the show. We hope we've fulfilled every need you might have from a girls high school hockey podcast. For Peter Odney and Tony Scott, this has been Her Ice. Thank you for tuning in. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool. All about the bounce in my step. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget. Used to keep it cool.